York and Chapel presents Brands That Matter, the weekly podcast that explores companies whose products, policies, or practices make the world a better place. Now here's your host, John Rarick. All right, joining us today on Brands That Matter is Tomo Delaney, co-founder of Noshi, the organic edible food paint. Tomo and his team have partnered up with the nonprofit organization No Kid Hungry to help raise both awareness and dollars to end childhood hunger here in the States. Tomo, thanks for joining us here today. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, before we get into No Kid Hungry and the work you're doing there, tell us about Noshi. How did you get started and, and a little bit about the product? Okay, well, we got started because I spent my entire career working in the fashion industry, first in London and then here in New York. Um, and then my wife and I had two kids. And around the time our second child, Davy, was born in 2010, I was becoming you know, increasingly disillusioned with the fashion industry. It's a fantastic industry to work in if you're in your 20s or early 30s. It's fun. And it's very social. And there's, you know, there's, it, it, it is glamorous. But I suddenly had two children and I saw an escape route, basically. Um, and that was that I would decided to become a stay-at-home parent. Um, and after a couple of years of that and <laughs> feeling increasingly isolated suddenly in contrast to the, to the, to the um, social side of the fashion industry, I decided to do some volunteer work um, just to have grown-up conversations with people and I volunteered to do friendly visiting with the elderly in New York and was paired with a lovely old guy called Ben who had recently suffered a stroke and I started visiting him every Friday morning which I still do to this day five years later. And his wife, Peggy, would sit in um, on our meetings every Friday morning, which initially surprised me because I thought she would use the, use the time as an excuse to get out and catch her breath. Um, but three of us became fast friends very quickly, and, and we used it as a sort of group therapy, I suppose. And, and I was thinking about what to do as a second career. And we sort of discussed essentially me doing something to do with kids because that was suddenly my new specialized subject. And one evening, Peggy emailed me and said she had an idea for a, a business proposition for me, and it was food paint. That's fascinating. So, did 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 was it an aha moment for Peggy? Was she, you know, whizzing up a, a batch of berries? Tell tell me a little bit about how that came about. Um, <laughs> far 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 um, far different, actually. She was watching an episode of Shark Tank, and um, to. Um, uh, two part, two business partners, two women, had been had successfully pitched a product to the sharks for edible cookie dough, and it was a good idea, but it was full of artificial colours and flavours and sugar. And Peggy was very frustrated, and she thought there must be a healthier version of that. And then she had her light bulb moment, and it was it was food paint, which is organic fruit, and it, at the time was also vegetable purees, and they were all different colours. Um, and here we are, five, four years later. I love it. it. It's it's so simple. You know, when I, when I saw the product, I said the beauty of this is in its absolute simplicity. Um, it's got a function, it's got form, and you can eat it. Uh, you know, I was I've been I've been seeing some of the masterpieces that kids are making on social media. Is there any one in particular that sticks out in your mind as just like mind blowing artwork you've seen? No, you know what, and there isn't, and, and nor should there be, I don't think. I think, yeah, even if a two-year-old child has just squeezed all three tubes of this stuff into a pile on top of its pancakes, or, or you know, has, has, has missed half of the, you know, missed its food with half of the food bank, the fact that children are just using this and enjoying it and understand it, and te- generally speaking, children do tend to get this idea faster than their parents, 
which is quite interesting. And what I just find fabulous and, and so encouraging and so lovely is that, you know, you put a tube of this stuff into a kid's hands and give them a quick tutorial, you know, a, a verbal tutorial, and they just run with it. And some, you know, my daughter, who's nearly 13, still loves sitting down with three tubes of food paint and, and a waffle in front of her and making some amazing pixel art creation on a waffle. But at the same time, you know, you can get this to a two-year-old and, and with a tiny bit of supervision, you can just let them roll with it. And it doesn't matter what they make, whether, whether they just make some sort of pseudo Jackson Pollock, you know, splatter painting, or whether they're able to do something a little bit more, um, you know, recognizable, I suppose. It doesn't matter. I just love the fact that children love this product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost best not to overthink it and, and, and look at the product through the eyes of a child. You're absolutely yeah. right. Just whatever, come, whatever comes, comes. Just like if you were to put any paint down in front of kids, you have no idea what's going to come out, and it's all wonderful. Children, children want to create. They want to paint. They, they, they've got these amazing, untarnished imaginations, and they just want to get all of these ideas in their head out, whether it's through crayon drawings or painting or singing or dancing or, you know, and that's the beauty of a product like this. I mean, there are no other condiments on the market for kids. And I, I, I still find that surprising to this day because it's such an obvious outlet for, for all the amazing ideas that are running through kids' heads. And I think the reason parents panic slightly when you show them a box of this stuff is that they think their child needs to be an accomplished artist to, to enjoy using this stuff or to, to take advantage of it but actually that isn't the case at all just just give it to them and let them roll with it i say well tomo you you have you're you're a relatively new company yet you've chosen already to partner with a group like no kid hungry tell us how yeah. that came about i think that probably came about peggy peggy emailed me initially and said i've got a business proposition for you let's talk about it when you come up and see ben tomorrow um, because i was scheduled to see ben the following morning so I went up and we discussed it and within five minutes we worked out what the flavors were, what the colors were, um, what the general, you know, the idea of it being in tubes, looking like a just traditional paint set. But I think it might actually even have been at the very first meeting that morning where I said, well, you know, we obviously, you know, there's an opportunity here for us to, to do some good here. Um, and we, we can't, I don't think you can launch a company in America nowadays without at least trying to give back in some way, shape or form. And it was very obvious that the, 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 the area we needed to, to help with was, was child hunger because this is a kid's food product. It's a no brainer. So no kid hungry, you know, popped into my head immediately. And, 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 and they were baked in from almost from day one, I would say. No, it's beautiful. Yeah, because often what will happen is a company will get up and running. It might, it might take them one, two, five years, who knows, to find the right partner. I, I love the fact that you guys sort of reverse engineered it and realized, hey, no matter where we are and in what phase of our company's evolution, these are the right people to be working with. Um, yeah. And, I, 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 you know, what I love about No Kid Hungry is it's an organization that, that not only helps raise awareness to the fact that there's a hunger issue here in the United States and that there's a lack of food, but there's a lack of good food, which is a very different dynamic when you look at it. It's, it, it changes the landscape when you start to educate people that, hey, th this is the food you should be eating, and yeah. your product falls directly into that line. So it really seems like, like a, a wonderful partnership. 
Yeah, I think it is. I mean, nearly a fifth of all children in this country live in food insecure households, which is a pretty terrifying figure if you think about it. I mean, it, it just that should not be the case in the United States of America in 2019. And yet, you know, following on from that, it, it is so often hard to to have to put the right sort of food in front of in front of your kids. I think in in, you know, in the way things are nowadays, um, and it's all about education. So you know, we're all we're doing at the moment is we're putting a tiny thing on the side of our box saying that we we, we donate a portion of profits to No Good Hungry. And it's, you know, as our company grows and we're able to donate more and more to them, you know, I just think it's an awareness thing. If, if people are going to, people, parents nowadays, especially, I think, especially millennial parents, they read the writing on food packaging. You know, they're interested to see stuff like this. And increasingly more and more companies are partnering with brands and charities you know, as we are with Naked Hungry. And I think it's a very important part of, of, a, of, a, comp- of a company's evolution nowadays. Well, Toma, what advice would you give a company that's just starting that wants to build a partnership with a nonprofit like you've done, wants to bake it directly into their business plan? How would you recommend moving forward? What kind of research do you think should be done? Is there anything that needs to be done from a, an agreement standpoint? Sh- share with us some of those, some of that journey. Um, I think if you are the sort of person who realizes the importance of partnering with a, with, with a charity in the same way that we have done with Kid Hungry, it's something that's going to be in your mind already, and it shouldn't necessarily be a complicated process. I mean, we haven't had any direct pr- contact with Kid Hungry. As I said, on day one, it was a pretty much a no-brainer that they were somebody we should try and, and work with and try and, you know, um, contribute to i suppose and again it's raising awareness so depending on what sort of company you're launching you know given that this sort of is already in your mind it's fairly easy to work out what sort of charities and organizations you as a company based on what your product is should be partnering with i think interesting and we'll we'll make sure we put a link into in in the show notes to the no kid hungry org dot uh, website so people can check that out. But re- yeah. really a, a wonderful organization that's done an awful lot of good. Absolutely. Um, hey, tell us what's on the roadmap for 2019 for Noshi. We have another couple of product lines in development, one of which I'm hoping we can get to market maybe by the end of this year, if not first half of next year. Um, my as my daughter Dot, as I mentioned earlier, you know, has, <laughs> has taken a very keen interest in the company's evolution, and she actually came up with one of the product ideas and the name for it. And the name that she came up for that product has now been reverse engineered back into our other forthcoming product. So, you know, it, it, we're still a very small organisation, and I'm you know I'm happy to take advice from 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 my daughter because I think you know she is she's slightly growing out of our target market, but she is. She's on the front line. She she immediately understood what this product was, and so she sees the potential for the company based on the fact that we're selling food by colour rather than flavour and ideas, different ideas that can be worked into that philosophy. Um, and and there are all sorts of things happening. You know, we we're speaking to investors. We're speaking to potential um, partners slash ambassadors. There's a lot going on, and it's all started happening in the last couple of months, actually. Um, we just um, put together a really amazing advisory board. Um, we're just about to employ a COO. I mean, it's gone from something that I set up you know, in my home office to something that's about to become much more than that. I love it. 
Hey, was wondering. So you 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 mentioned that it seemed like a perfect fit working with No Kid Hungry. Are there plans for the company to continue to build that relationship, or will you ultimately look to work with other nonprofits as well? I'm so um, I'm impatient, and I, I I just want this to be much bigger. I want our company to be much bigger. I want. Um, what we're able to do with and for No Kid Hungry to be much, much more than it currently is. You know, the more we can help them and the more we can, um, you know, the more of our profits we can we can funnel in their direction, you know, the, the happier I will be. It needs to be something that is not front and centre, but it needs to be just something that people immediately associate us with, the fact that, you know, we... This is how we operate our company. This is our philosophy. Yeah, and as I said, you know, I think it's increasingly more and more common for for young companies nowadays to to, to work out these potential relationships they can have with organisations such as No Kid Hungry, almost in advance of them forming the company. I mean, I think it's just it's just it's a really wonderful thing. I think that that's how people are starting to think nowadays. You know, it's not all. You know, greed is good anymore. You know, it, it, it's more about what can I give rather than what can I take. But Toma, how can our listeners learn more about Noshi and where to buy some? Um, you can visit our website, which is noshiforkids.com. Um, and our Instagram is also at noshiforkids. Awesome. We'll put links in the show notes to both those. And this was a real treat for us. I uh, uh, just... I, I want to. I really want to emphasize that this can be done at any stage of your company's evolution. And yeah. Tomo, you, you you've proven that here. You've you've built it into your business plan, which we think is just so important to to really yeah. get this from the get this from the beginning, get it right, work out any kinks, and build the relationship as you grow. Yeah, I think I think you know you don't need a formal partnership with with an organization like this. You know, it is an idea that it didn't pop into my head. It was something that when I was sitting there with Peggy, it was just, oh well, we've got to do this, obviously, because that's just how the, how the way companies operate nowadays. And you know, you can it's, it's in everybody's best interest. It, you know, it, 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 you if you're in a position to be able to help people, you should help people. I think. Tomo Delaney of Noshi, another brand doing their part to make the world a better place. Tomo, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Join us next week for another episode of Brands That Matter. And please, leave us a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about York and Chapel, visit yorkandchapel.com.